going on, everybody? And welcome, 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 welcome back to another installment of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 155 we are in right now, episode 155. Listen, I appreciate everybody that continues to listen, continues to kick it with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Right now, we are in my house, the apartment right now in Brooklyn. You know, it's a beautiful sunny day here um in new york i want to shout out everybody that continues to listen to the podcast wherever you are whether that be here in new york michigan florida california texas uh new hampshire you know what i'm saying shout out to y'all every everybody in the 50 states that listens to the opinion brother podcast i appreciate you and across the seas man i appreciate you dog thank you so much for coming in and um just taking the time out of your day to listen to my crazy ass talk. Excuse me. Um, what else do we have on the floor? Uh, listen, if you are, make sure that you're listening to us on all streaming platforms. We are on uh, all digital streaming platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on all the radios. You feel, <laughs> you feel me? We are on uh, Spotify, SoundCloud. We're everywhere. So make sure that you're subscribing to us. And if you are looking to collaborate with any of our podcasts, whether that be the Devontae's World Podcast, whether that be the Opinionated Brother Podcast, or the R&B and Chill Podcast, um, we are looking for great ad partners and sponsors to collaborate with. So please go to our website at tyronzahicks.com. That's www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash brand partners. And you can check out some of our past and uh, some of our amazing brand partners that we have uh, collaborated and worked with in the past. They're amazing. You can actually click on their icon picture and it'll take you right to either their Instagram or their actual website. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Listen, man, we have a great show for you today. It's not going to be a long one, you know, because I, I, I really did miss you guys. You know, two weeks is a lot, you know, going, you know, going from every week kicking it with y'all to like now having to adjust to like every other week or like, you know, every two weeks is like that's a lot you know what i'm saying but i also understand that um you know i i I host four shows a month right you know what i'm saying in a sense like not 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 that i host four shows a month but i i I host four shows under my own conglomerate you know what i'm saying so it's like i had to adjust and switch and because i moved to the 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 city of, of 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 the big apple you know what i'm saying in a sense so you know a lot of adjustments had to be made but i'm excited you know what i'm saying um i'm excited for what's to come you know we have two weeks let, let me just break down the show real quick we have a we have a slew of things to talk about um if y'all hear a dog that is my best friend's dog right now shout out to panther he's he's a little sad that is i'm watching him right now he's a little sad that is mom left, you know what I'm saying? But I'm I'll get into that. Shout out to my best friend. Uh but we have some things just to get into today. We got some I didn't know that the baby and Danny uh I, I I always pronounce her name wrong. But I didn't know that uh the baby and Danny Leahy were together. We're gonna talk about that. Uh we're gonna talk about Governor Cuomo's um uh indoor dining. There's no more indoor dining for uh New York, so we'll talk about that and how that's going to affect. We're going to talk about no stimulus checks coming in. Don't expect it. I um, was reading about that today. We're going to talk about that as well. Um there was a great interview on the Shade Room where the Shade Room had its founder um Erica Campbell from Mary Mary and I believe um Megan Good 
And they were talking about cancel culture and if it started in the church. And that was very, a, a very, very great conversation that I definitely want to tap into um, on the show today. So we'll talk about that as well. My MVP of the week, we'll talk about that in my clown of the week. And then for the second half of the show, for the PNA topic of the week, I want to really get into this COVID vaccine. Are you going to take the COVID vaccine, right? That's been the question on everybody's mind or like social media pages on multiple talk shows multiple radio stations multiple podcasts that i continue to listen to multiple you know youtube um um, pages that i listen to that's been the main topic of conversation right now because covid has been just such a just such a bitch this year in a sense right it's 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 really taken us a lot to um you know really digest but um there's you know, the, the, the Pfizer who is, um, making the COVID vaccine or producing the COVID vaccine is saying that, you know, it's, it's about, you know, 99, 90, 90 to 99% ready. Right. And as we've seen, or if, if some of us have seen already that, um, you know, nurses and, um, doctors, are now, you know, being the first to take this vaccine. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it, you know, all the knickknacks and everything like that, my opinion on it, you know what I'm saying? And then I want to hear you guys' opinion on it because I know that for me personally, I haven't had a flu shot in ever, you know? So, you know, I I have a personal opinion about, you know, vaccines and, and, and shots here in America and everything. So we'll get into that. So let's really get into the show real quick. So my MVP of the week is Gammy from the Red Table Talk. I have to give Gam, like, here's the thing. I've been a Red Table Talk fan ever since the Red Table Talk initially started. And I've been said this since day one of the Red Table Talk's initiation into the talk show universe, right? Because what we've never seen, in a sense, no matter if you like Jada, no matter if you like the Red Table Talk, no matter if you do, Jada Pickett-Smith, Willow and Gam, um, um, aka Miss Adrian, always bring interesting, um, charismatic people and people that some of the community, some of the culture community, and when I say culture community, black people, right, that we may not want to see in a sense, right? But in that same instance, they're bringing a conversation, a conversation that a lot of a lot of us don't maybe want to hear, but a, a lot of us need to hear. You understand what I'm saying? And it get heated on that show. It's to me, it's like if you think of the view, it's like a real, real, real laid back, real talk, transparent, open, honest thing, uh, like adaptation of the view, but in a way more just, just like, hey, this is this is a safe space. Even though it's going to be broadcast to millions of people, because they get millions and millions and millions of um of viewers each week or every two weeks when they post a new episode, um, I'm one of those millions, right? I'm one of those people that make up the meal. Um, they always bring an interest, right? And so this last red table talk that they had, they had um the young lady uh whose parents who was involved in the USC school scandal now if y'all forgot about that we talked about that maybe a little bit um um during that scandal earlier this year or earlier last year or something like that in 2019 basically a lot of 
rich kids um really uh and I don't want to I don't want to put it there but it it it's it, it's what that was right a lot of privileged kids a lot of privileged white kids were and their parents were in this very big scandal of um of school fraud in which you know uh parents were paying a school counselor quote unquote to get their kids into school right and to get their kids into ivy league schools where we have so many people whether that be black white asian whatever every color you know because ivy league schools are very hard to get into right if if we if we think about ivies ivies have been around since the 17 1800s you understand what I'm saying? So when you think about an Ivy, they already have culture and as or a certain set set culture already there. And that's why I always say when you go to college, it is something it is different from what the reality of what the world gives you. Like college is its own little city, its own little town, its own little culture. It has already Right. I can I can say going to Grand Valley for my bachelor's and my master's Grand Valley, even though it's one of the youngest schools out here, you know, what I'm saying D2, you know, it's still prominent. Right. And even with 60 years, 60 plus years of history, it still has a culture. It still has a set culture. Now, even though that culture can be shifted and changed, unlike most Ivies. Right. Because when you go into Ivy. Shifting culture and changing things is very hard to do. You understand what I'm saying? So when we think about kids paying, I'm sorry, kids paying for um, paying for their education to get in, you know what I'm saying? That's not new in my mind, right? So when this scandal happened, I looked at the TV and was like, this is, this is what y'all bringing? We have a whole COVID or whatever, something is coming. And y'all bring this to the table. All right, cool. So the child star of the the lady from Full House, uh, the 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 daughter of her, right? She came on the red table talk. I forgot her name. Um, she came on the red table talk, and from the moment that that red table started, Gam was not having it. She was against it. And here's my thing. I was here for Gam the whole entire way. Here's the thing. Jada Jada knows what she's doing. Jada, Jada wanted to be the peacemaker, the mod, like the, the, the beautiful, you know, neutral party in a sense. And so did Willow in a sense, right? You know, Jada coming in with that all white and shit. I was like, girl, if you don't stop that shit, like, <laughs> come on now. But Gam came with the real. Gam, and here's and here's why I love Gam on that show is because Gam comes with it every single show. She said it on the show. I was against this. I was against her coming on this show because why? She's going to be fine. And Gam made so many great points, right? And even Willow made a great point. She said, I'm hearing this in in hearing you and Gam, right? She's saying you as in Jada, right? Because Jada was making some great points too, right? In a sense where people, when we, regular regular folks like me look at kids with privilege or people with privilege as if saying, you're going to be fine, right? And that's our mentality. I'm not even going to hold you because I have the same mentality as Gam. You're going to be fine. 
Why are you bringing this to the red table? This is not even red table worthy, in my opinion. But let's talk about it. Because now for me, it looks like, and the same thing Gam said, it looks like you're trying to bring remorse and you're looking for black women, as everybody does, to sit here and coddle you. And, 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 and oh my God, you no. Take this shit like a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all fucked up. And what I respect about the young lady coming on the show is that she she really, even though you could tell she was, you know, a little nervous, right? Because Gam, Gam was ready to light her ass up. If you look at Gam's face, Gam's face said more than what Gam actually came, like, said out of her mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Like her face, black women's facial expressions will tell you more about how they feel than what they're actually about to say. You understand what I'm saying? And it was Gam's facial expression that was like, uh-uh, I ain't buying none of this shit. You know what? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You didn't know, right? You're a kid. You're 21. I understand. But there's a certain time where we have to come into this this world as consciousness. Yes, our parents, when they get a certain type of money, and may, and, and as she said, that her parents didn't go to school. So her parents wanted every opportunity to get them in school. But at the same time, paying for someone to get into school while other people are working mad hard to get up in there. You understand what I'm saying? Working mad hard. And I mean... Losing sleep, trying to push. I mean, people are taking math, AP classes. And with your parents, you can just get in there. Right? Do you understand how that... Because there's a pandemic. And as Gam said, there's a pandemic going on. There are black men, black women who are getting shot here in the street. And what literally gam did and this is really why i'm giving her the mvp of the week is really if you really looked at that episode if you checked out that episode and you really watched that interview with them it really showed you the literal white america to black america because she because her as a white privileged young adult is not watching the same news that i'm watching or as gam is watching She's living in her rich, privileged mind. That's not to sit here and denounce that, but that's just to sit here and be real. And that's what Gam was saying. Like, yo, you don't have the same problems that I have. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, we're both women in a sense, but I'm black. You're white. That, Like, the woman part is where we kind of stop in a sense. We may have similarities and everything, but you cannot understand my struggle. There are so much, there is so much out here going on. And y'all have been oblivious. And it's not because y'all don't want to be oblivious. Y'all sometimes just don't care. And it was like some moment she just got froze. She didn't know what to say because kids like y'all, like 2021, 20, y'all be on TikTok, be in your own little world. And she said it. Most rich kids like that be in their own little world, making their YouTube pages, having millions and two millions of people following them and everything like that. And off the rip, like... You're not thinking about nobody but you. You're not thinking, like, it's all about you in that sense. And as a black man, as a black woman, right, as black people, we 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 can't do that. We, we have to think about others, in a sense. Like, we have to think about the people behind us. You know what I'm saying? We have to think about our next, right? We have to think about generational wealth. 
in a sense. Like we have to. Y'all don't have to do anything. There, there, y'all can have a choice. And that that little episode literally just spoke to everything that I've been saying when it comes to Black and White America. She sees things through a whole different lens than what Gam, than what Jada, than what Willow sees. And even with Willow, right? They made some good points because in a sense, rich kids like Willow still have privilege. They have privilege. Black privilege. Right? Like black privilege exists. If you got money, it happens. It exists. Go read Charlemagne's book. It is here. Not in the sense of just power and wealth, but yes, we have pri- we <laughs> we've stepped into a certain type of privilege. Some of us, not all of us. And that's why Gam was like, I don't see Willow and Jada and, and, and Trey like I see her. You know what I'm saying? And I even don't see it like that. Maybe to s- certain extents, but no, no, not even. So I got to give the MVP awards again because she went in in her interview and she kept it 100. She kept it real. She kept it funky. And I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. What's up, Panther? He is crying right now, y'all. He is so sad that his mom is gone. <laughs> He's so sad that his mom is gone. But, like I said, shout out to Gam, man. Uh, our our clown of the week this week. Um, wow. Our clown of the week for the episode. Gerald Williams. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. And you know what? This 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 can... This might have just been... I, I, I can't even defend this. Right? Because you're not going to slap my son that damn hard. And think... <laughs> and think you're going to live to tell the tale. Right? So, Gerald Williams was Savannah... Um, uh, youth coat down in Savannah, Georgia, and a video surfaced of him bringing, um, bringing the kids in, right? Football team, right? Bringing the kids in, you know, huddle them up. And he, he's obviously they didn't do what they needed to do because he was angry. He was yelling at first, right? All of a sudden, Mr. Williams decides he wants to open his right palm. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You opened your palm. Or maybe you closed your right. I don't know. Right? But it looked like you opened your palm. And it wasn't like a, 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 a love tap slap. Like, get your shit together, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, we losing this game. It was like, you're my dad. And you hit me like. You you slapped me across the face with the helmet on. Like boy's head, like the little boy head literally like went like his whole body shifted. And I'm like, oh now see, you wouldn't live to tell the tale if that was my child. You wouldn't live. Now here's the thing. There are some coaches and some parents that will allow stuff like that. You understand what I'm saying? To each his own. If you like it, I love it. All I'm saying is, if that was mine, I will beat the shit out of you. Because there ain't no way in hell. I'm not even going to put my hands on my kids like that. You understand what I'm saying? So what makes you, what gives you the fucking right? Then he goes, and he goes into this interrogation, I guess this interrogation or whatever. And he has no fucking remorse. Right? It feels like he has no remorse. Like, I already apologized to the parents. I don't need to say anything. That's cool or whatnot. Right? But it just don't seem like you have no fucking remorse for what the fuck you did. 
you know everything is being watched now. Here's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of people think just because a lot of people think social media can't happen to them. And what I mean by that is you think because you may be in a small town in the south or you may be in a rural area in the north that that nothing can that even social media can't get to you. That's a lie. And I need y'all to fucking do better. In a sense, because any and everything that you say or do can literally go viral in a matter of a snap. You understand what I'm saying? In a snap. So the fact that you put your hands on somebody else's child is is off the rip. I don't I don't care if they gave you permission or not. That's off the rip. A fucking no no. And then the fact that you slapped him as if he was your son. You understand what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if you his coach or not. You're his coach. You don't put your hands on no on no child like that, on no boy like that. You understand what I'm saying? You don't slap no kid like that. Cause then if the parents would have came down and started whooping your ass, like I got I got I, I'm getting heated because I would have came down there and beat the shit out of you. Off the rip on baby. I would have jumped the fuck down like nigga, what? Like, I, I, I understand, Mr. Tackle, but don't put... Oh, no. Like, then we would have been fighting on the fucking green. You understand what I'm saying? We would have been on that bitch banging. Because you don't do that. But see, some shit like that is normalized. And see, like I said, for me, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Your, your ass, your ass would have gotten the fuck beat. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're not going to put your hands on my son like that. Like I'm, like I said, I'm not going to even put my hands on my son like that or my child like that. Right? Like, my mama ain't never. You, like, don't get me wrong. I done got whoopings. I've gotten whoopings. You understand what I'm saying? But ain't never sat here and literally, like, backhanded me or put, like, full palm my face. Like, I'm embarrassed. I'm for a play, my nigga? Like, I'm thinking I just got in trouble or some shit. Like, for a play? You gonna, you gonna put your hands on me for... Mm-mm. I'll, I'll fuck you up. I will fuck. It got me hot. I got I got hot all of a sudden. Lord Jesus. Let me... Oh, my Lord. But, yeah, I, y'all, it, it couldn't... It, it just wouldn't have been me. I, I would have... Mr. Williams, it would have been me and you on that, on that green. And now he's getting investigated. You know what I'm saying? He's getting investigated. Now he's charged. Um... Not to say that um, he deserves it, but he does. You don't put your hands on no kid like that. And and here's the thing. Do not give me the excuse. Well, that's what my coach did. Well, God damn it. That's not. This ain't back in the fucking day. And if anybody, anybody sit here and say some shit like that. This ain't fucking back in the day, my nigga. I, when, when people did shit, you don't do what people did to you to them. Them now. You understand what I'm saying? Like, chill the fuck out. The same niggas that sit here and be like, oh, man, I ain't going to do that shit to them. Be the same niggas that turn around and do the same shit that was done to them to somebody else. Break the fucking cycle, you dumb motherfuckers. Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I just, I really got heated. <laughs> got mad as hell. Um, let's talk about the let's talk about cancel culture and the church. So this was a great interview. Um, with the Shea Rooms uh, CEO, Erica Campbell from Mary Mary and Megan Good. I didn't watch the full interview, but they really talked about, I, I wanted to watch this clip um, 
about the cancel culture starting to church because that's an interesting concept, right? And they were just talking about how, you know, when you go to church, right, church is supposed to be for everybody, right? That's 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 what it's supposed to be. But when you see a lot of churches, a lot of them, not doing what they are literally there to do, they you can make a case and you can make the argument that literally you can you can even make the argument i've even said this on the pod that social media started in the church right a lot of shit started in the church gossip right like social media in the sense of trolling and 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 all of that shit like it started there right you feel what i'm saying so when we talk about cancel culture and how cancel culture got its legs if you want to tra- if you want to if you want to go back and really and really think about it like how many people have gone to church right and you get the side eyes you get this you get that you don't get love because people in the church because church as i've said before has a culture right every I, and i've said this before every place whether that be a rural area, a suburban area, a church, a Fortune 500 company, a college has a specific type of culture, right? It has established a culture, especially the mega churches, right? Or even like the medium churches that have been in their respective communities for a long time. You know what I'm saying? For a long for long periods of time. They have a certain standard, a certain culture in how they do things. Even things that don't even need, that don't even need to be done, right? That are just horrendous, that's not even church-like, that are still established in there, right? So when you see a lot of church mothers, deacons, and everybody talking and gossiping and literally talking about you... And not trying to help you because what we've seen in a lot of times is that the is that churches and a lot of black churches particularly will sit here and perceive you and 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 and, and will tell you like yes we are here to love on you and everything like that right but they have needs right they have wants they have needs you need to do something right and if you're not you know, if you're not coming to church on a regular basis, if you're not doing this on a regular basis, if you're not doing that in the church on a regular basis, then what are you there for, right? In their mind, then what are you there for? What are you bringing to the, the church? And in a sense, the church is just there for healing, right? That's, that's what I've always thought, is that a church is just like a hospital. It's like healing, right? If I need healing spiritually, I'm going to go to the church. And then when my spirit is full and healed, I'm good. Not to say I'm leaving the specific church, but that doesn't mean I need to literally do everything that y'all do to sit here and actually be close with God as, as man or woman says in the church, right? And so when church folks see you and they're like, and and they, they they ask so many questions and sit here and want to be all in your business. 
and then you don't sit here and show up or you don't give them enough information, they cancel you. In a sense, they be like, oh, well, you can you can go find another congregation. Right. Now, and, and, and most churches won't sit there and tell you that to your face. No, 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 no. But they will make a notion and say, mm, you know, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we appreciate your services in a way, you know, but they'll say it very churchy. You know what I'm saying? You it's more of the actions more than the words. You will see that in the body language. Right. You'll see when people are not liking you in the body language, you'll see in the highs, you know, what I'm saying in the hellos and the church hugs that they give you. This is what I'm saying. Right. A lot of shit, including cancel culture, can be assessed to the church, because in a sense, I don't care what church you run or what church that you're in. Your church should be a place. Every church should be a place where any and everybody can come in and get fucking healing that's period the fact that a lot of your churches right i don't know who i'm talking to but i a lot of y'all churches speak that and not show that is literally the epitome of what we're seeing tonight uh, tonight today in our cancel culture you know we we get so like to me we get so deemed up and just so riled up you know when it comes to social media and shit like that but i'm like bro before social media gossip was happening more in the church than anything and i come from a church culture you understand what i'm saying i wasn't in there in there like that but when i got in there for real got in the choir got into ushering and all that stuff and started to see the intricacies bro you know what i'm saying they have their own culture people gonna fuck with you hey hush it up (laughs) Um, so, you know, you, you, you're going to hear that you're going to experience that and you should not be able, you shouldn't, you shouldn't experience that in a place of fucking healing, right? When you go to the doctor, they, they're there to heal you. Now, most, just like churches, most hospitals, they're very just like fucked up and shit, but you're there for healing. You shouldn't be going there to get canceled on and left at the door. Right, and there's a homeless person in in need. There shouldn't there should not be one church, one that sit here and not take them in because they need it, literally. And it's sick. It, it is it is very sick to sit here and be like, "Yo, we can't take you in. Oh, we we can't, you know." Or you're you're giving looks to somebody who's who's literally looking for guidance, who's looking for healing. And you wonder where cancel culture has come from. It's probably come from the very seat that you sit in in the pulpit, but that's not my business. Anywho. <laughs> um, no more indoor dining here in NYC. Now, now probably I've asked around in most um, in most, in most uh, states, you know, Florida and, uh, well, Florida's kind of still open, but I've asked some people in Michigan if, you know, um, if uh basically indoor indoor dining has you know really just cut down there too and it has it it really um there will be no more indoor dining and for here in NYC that stopped yesterday so it's like what do you do right what what do you do what what do you do what do you do with that you know what i'm saying what do you do 
when it comes to, um, you know, your small restaurant who's, you know, indoor dining was your thing, right? And it's tough because a lot of people have lost their jobs in a sense, right? Because nobody's going to sit the fuck outside in 36 degree weather trying to eat some shit. You understand what I'm saying? I don't give a damn how warm it is. I'm not sitting outside for shit. You understand? No. It's not happening. Right? And in this in in this moment, a lot of restaurants are going to have to adjust, maybe shut down for the for the remainder of the first quarter of the season, you know what I'm saying? Um it's going to be tough, right? Um I know fast food restaurants are lit and I would say that if you can DoorDash, Uber Eats, you know what I'm saying? Um because a lot of a lot of uh a lot of um a lot of people are looking for that now. A lot of people are looking to um DoorDash and Uber Eats, get their places on DoorDash and Uber Eats, you know what I'm saying? It's it's going to happen, right? It's it's going to it's going to be a thing. And if if it already has it, it really has in a sense. And um uh we just we it's just sucky, right? COVID has just been a bitch. <laughs> this pandemic has been a bitch. Because there's there's been some restaurants that I've I've wanted to acquire and go try out and everything like that. And honestly, missing the um missing the uh missing the 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 interaction with the waiters and waitresses. You know what I'm saying? I think I and I I think I talked about this a little bit, is that we really we we kind of took for granted indoor dining, right? Like we kind of, I, cause I used to love indoor dining, right? I, I, I love sitting outside, but indoors, you know, you got the TV and shout out to Grand Rapids cause Pe- Pepino's to me has some of the best indoor, indoor dining experiences, right? Like you can get some wings, you got TVs everywhere and shit like that, you know? And it was just those type of experiences, you know what I'm saying? I got TVs everywhere. I can go to sports bars. Like, sports bars was my shit. Like, me and my boy, shout out to Dylan, uh, P, uh, PZ. Like, we all, like, we love sports bars. We love to just go to sports bars, watch some, watch some sports, watch some football, some basketball, shit like that. You know, get some shareables and shit. And just eat and talk shit, you know what I'm saying? But not having the ability to fellowship like that has kind of been a little like, eh, you know, not, and I know for me, not being able to take my girl out, right, to, you know, some restaurants that I like, that she liked, that we like, and, you know, kind of indoor dining, that's in that experience, um, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, it sucks, you know, but I just hope that a lot of restaurants, um, can adapt and adjust, um, I know that some restaurants are, are going to shut down, like I said, for the quarter, quarter one of the season, cause they were, cause a lot of restaurants have been struggling now, right? They've been struggling now with a lot of cities going up and down with COVID spikes and, you know, with, 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 with the, with the vaccine, we're, we'll talk about that in the, the, the second half of the show a little bit, you know what I'm saying? With the vaccine coming and everything, we don't know what's happening, right? We, we don't know what's happening. We're in the last two, two weeks of, of of 2020 even though this year came fast slow (laughs) right like it was in a sense where it was such a a slow slow year but it it went by super fast like december for me came came so fast because my birthday 
is on the 1st of February. So literally I have a month and, and, and two weeks before, you know, I turned 27 and it's like, yo, holy shit. I did not, like, I wasn't even like, whoa, like, sheesh, like we're, we're about to hit 2021. And my girlfriend said something very, very funny, but very true. Like kind of, if it, depending on how your 2020 was for you, right. You can say that maybe like a decade to 20 years of so much shit was packed on into one year. You know what I'm saying? And in a sense, um, you can even, you can even say a lot of us new adults, right? Who are adulting are now living through our first recession slash depression slash infection. You, you feel me? Like jobs are scarce. You know, money is tighter than a thong, right? And we, and we, and we've been having COVID has literally just sent a lot of our loved ones to, to heaven, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's, and it's sucked. You know, a lot of us can say, I know I can say for me personally, like it's been a, it's been a weird year. Like I've had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of tough times, trust me. But I can also say like 2020 has made me stronger than ever. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I can endure anything now. It's like, you can't throw nothing in my face and I sit there and be like, oh, okay. You know, because I have cried. I have sat here and shed tears probably more this year than I have ever. You know what I'm saying? If you know me, I'm, I, I don't, I don't hold back my tears. You know what I'm saying? But this year has been a, a probably been the toughest for me since, um, not being able to see my fam, not be just not being able to do a lot, you know, being out of work for so long, you know, not getting the stimulus check, not getting the unemployment, like it's been a lot, but God has been having us. And a lot of us, I know, um, I, I know God has been having me personally. I know for a lot of us, it's just like, what's next? You know what I'm saying? It can't get any worse. You know what I'm saying? But I, but it, it and I hope it doesn't get any worse because it can only get better from here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like if, cause, cause it's a lot, right? You know, it's a lot, you know, like I said, when, when a lot of these States and cities are shutting down, you know, they're in, uh, you know, indoor dining restaurants, people are losing jobs. You know, they're losing their jobs. They're losing the, that that income, whatever income they were getting. You know what I'm saying? That income is gone. You know what I'm saying? And we're about to get into this next topic of the stimulus checks because stimulus checks aren't coming, right? I was reading something about that. Let's get into that topic. I don't think stimulus checks are going to be a thing, right? Like, that was the one thing Trump did for us that I'm like, all right, bro. I, I'm, you good. You, you all right whatever you still ugly <laughs> but you know even though i know i didn't get one like i was i was just happy that people got something because i knew people were struggling a lot more than me right and so um and because of that it's just like you know you you and that's why i said in in the when i was talking about the client uh, uh gam and the red table talk interview is that you know it's a lot of you, you, us as black people, we have to always think about, you know, others always, always. And so for me, even though I'm like, ah, I can't get what I need. I'm glad that somebody got what they needed and, 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 you know, deal what it is. Cause God has been having me, you know, it's been tight. It's been tough, but God has been having my back because he's been placing people in my life 
that continuously uh, want to see me win. And so they know my situation. They know what's up. So it's like, you know, let me let me be a blessing. And sometimes for me, even in this season, my pride as a man has has really just been stretched. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't like to take, nor do I like to um, ask for anything. Like I I think this year has been the most I've asked for a lot. Right? I don't I don't ask, and I hate to. It's a thing for me. I hate to ask, and I love to give it back. Right? I want to give it back. The thing is about this year, I haven't had the ability to give back yet. Right? Give it back to my friends, to my family. You know what I'm saying? And it's tough. You know, because I love to give in a sense. And it's like, yo, not to be able to give sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sucks. And for my friends to give to me, it's weird. Like, it's so fucking weird. And it's like, I, I not nah, be like, nah, B, you got this. You know, you out. We good. We all right. So, you know, I know COVID has hit us in, a, in, in so many ways, different ways, shapes, and forms. But... You know, we just got to keep going. You know, like I said, the stimulus checks, I don't think we're going to be getting one anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? I don't think these are going to be, um, I don't think it's going to be something that we're going to be looking forward to in the next, you know, couple months or whatever, because the Democrats are trying to fight for another bill. I don't know. You know, um, the government is in shambles. A lot of shit is in shambles. God has just been... God has been hold God has been holding a lot of us on by a thread. You know, where it looks gr- grim and gruesome, you know, we we're, we're getting through it, guys. We're 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 getting through it. Um before we um go to our 5 minute break, I want to just say shout out to Daniel Leahy and the baby for um for basically just, you know, I guess getting together. Like I didn't know I thought he was with his baby mama this whole time. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was with his baby mama and just chilling. But obviously him and dad. And I always, I think I butcher her, her last name all the time. And I know, is it Leahy or Leia? Right, Leia? Danny Leia? I don't know. I'd be like Leahy and shit like that. <laughs> but shout out to them for being um a couple and shit like that. All right, y'all. We about to get out of here. Uh, well, I'm about to take a five-minute break, and I'll be back. This is the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, and I will be back in five. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 155. I am here with my boy, Panther. You feel me? He chilling on the mic. Say, what's up, P? He, he my best friend, dog. You know what I'm saying? He was he was a little whiny. In the first half of the show, but he 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 cooling now. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Amber's dog has just separation anxiety. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You know what I'm saying? Amber cool as hell, <laughs> but you know he has a little separation anxiety, so he was just whining just a little bit. You know, but now he up here on the bed and he kicking it, he cooling it with me and everything like that. So we chilling. It's me and him doing the second half of the show today. But we're gonna be talking about um this COVID vaccine that is, um, that is now, I believe about to take its shape and its form here in America. Um, particularly maybe here in the world primitively. Right. Um, so Pfizer has developed a, a COVID vaccine that is, um, now being tested or has been tested. I believe, you know, they text a lot of that. They test, Test, I'm sorry, 
a lot of vaccines on, you know, rats and animals, little animals of some sorts and everything like that. And now um, we have seen like the first testing uh, for that. And they've also started some testing over in Africa uh, with the with the COVID vaccine. And so what I am asking you guys is, are you going to take the vac the covid vaccine right now i don't know if this is going to be a mandatory order for us to take the vaccine or not but um in a excuse me in a sense i don't know if i'm going to take it right and i've had my suspicions my worries about um uh about covid period since its inception Right. I've always um, been about half and half on the actual cases of COVID and how COVID has actually really just, you know, uh, really just took shape this year. Right. Um, But in a sense, it has literally taken so much of the world's population and um, it's a lot. Right. It is it is it is a lot to uh, digest. It is a lot to grasp. But when we talk about this vaccine, you know, America doesn't have a great history with black people, of course. (laughs) And so the fact that, you know, Dr. Lucci or whoever his name is, um, continues in the media, the mass media, and I'm hating it. I'm fucking hating it is that the mass media continues to sit here. And literally say, well, black black women were behind the invention of this vaccine. Really? Really? <laughs> really? Like, in my mind, I'm like, really? Does that, is that going to, and I want to give a shout out to um, my, uh, the OG Jakia. You know what I'm saying? Because her Facebook page is the best, is probably one of the best trolling, you know, and honest, most honest, trolling, transparent Facebook pages that I continuously see. And to know her personally is, is amazing. You know, shout out to her and Jay's Naturals. And it's because she always says the shit that literally needs to be said that nobody wants to hear. You know what I'm saying? And she, I remember her putting up the article of literally them talk of, of, of Dr. Fucci or Lucci, whatever his name is. Talking about how black people or particularly black women have been behind the invention of the COVID vaccine. How? Really? Is that going to put more, um, how can we say, more, more, um, what I'm trying to say, Panther. Um, Is that going to put like more, you know, hope into our hearts about this fucking vaccine? Here's the thing for me. I've ne- I don't believe, and I think my mom has only told me I took the flu shot once, and it was when I was a kid, right? It was a kid. You understand what I'm saying? I only took the flu shot one time. One time I only took the flu shot. And it was either when I was born or either when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but I've never, ever, 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 in my memory, remember taking any type of flu shot. Why? Because the flu shot for black folks sometimes gets us sick. Most times it gets us sick, right? 
Um, give me one second, guys. And we're back. My girlfriend called me. You know what I'm saying? I had to talk to her. But, P, what, what you doing? What you doing, P? But, P not taking the COVID vaccine. You know what I'm saying? P not going to take this COVID vaccine. Period. And I'm not going to take it either. You know what I'm saying? We're two black men in America not about to take this COVID vaccine. <laughs> Listen here. Um... I don't know the intricacies and all of the, you know, ins and outs of what this vaccine is going to do, how it's going to work, what it's going to do. But um, to say that I'm not afraid of the vaccine or I'm not afraid of the um, of what the vaccine contains, what it has, what it can do to our bodies is subject to literally like, nah, I'm afraid as fuck, right? And it's because, like I said before, America and black people really don't have a great history. You feel what I'm saying? And I've never taken a flu shot. And I've never gotten sick with the flu, knock on wood. Can't find any whoop or knock, right? Never got, never got sick with the flu. I think the the sickest I've gotten is maybe sinuses, and I don't have allergies, so it's like my sinuses flare up. I get colds, maybe you know what I'm saying here and there, but other than that, it's like yo, what else? You know, I've never had the flu, but the thing is. I think a lot of people who get the flu, and this is just me, maybe get it from getting a flu shot, right? And hopefully, when I got the flu shot, you know, when I was little, it was just a bing, bang, boom. You get the flu once, your body knows how to do it. And here's the thing. I said this um, when the co when COVID actually hit, and I'm going to say it again because I really do believe this. I do believe that all of America, whether you've been in house or out of house, I don't care, had COVID at some point or another. Had it, had it, literally. It's what your body does to defeat the virus. You understand what I'm saying? You may not have any symptoms. And, and and that's okay. But you may have all the symptoms in the world, right? And at the same time, some live and some have passed on, right? And I've talked to several people about this. And they, and they say the same thing. Like, yo, I believe a lot of us, to all of us, have had it. It's just depending on what your body does with it. Because our bodies are literally healers. Right. That's that's one thing we don't we don't think about in a sense. I know for me, I always look at my body, I, especially now, now that I have, you know, gotten to a a place where my body is uh, where I want it to be. You know, what I'm saying, yes, I want to tone up and everything and, 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 and I'm eating better in a sense, but I'm still not where I want to be, you know, um, when it comes to it. But I'm making progress. Right. And so I've I've seen a lot of shifts in my body. I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of stress go down, a lot of, you know, my anxiety levels, you know, not being, you know, so high and everything because it's what we're putting in our body. Shout out to Wayne. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not it, 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 it's literally like 
what we're putting in our bodies for real, for real, right? And so knowing that our bodies are the immediate healers of, of, of any type of virus or infection, yes, your body is not going to immediately know, immediately like, what the fuck is this infection, right? But it also is going to have the antibodies to, to literally knock that motherfucker out, right? That's what our bodies are here for. To literally, when we get infection, when we get some type of cold or something like that, yeah, we can, we can, most of us, to some, some to most of us, you know, take the night quill, we take the day quill, we take the, you know, we take something to kind of speed up the process in a sense, right? But even still, I've, I've come to find that when I'm a little sick or I'm a little something, it's a little ginger tea and a nap for me, right? Ginger, first of all, ginger is life. Ginger is everything, you know what I'm saying? And when I think about this vaccine, I'm like, what does this vaccine have that a lot of these natural remedies that can literally save us from getting shit like this doesn't have, right? What does this vaccine have that this doesn't, right? Because I know since I've been to New York, I've I've drunk more ginger and more ginger tea than anything like my body feels like it's you know what i'm saying i'm drinking a lot more tea you know what I'm saying? this is this is tea season anyway right shout out to ivy's tea co you know what i'm saying make sure y'all shop there but um i'm getting more into ginger tea and 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 with the and with the people that i know around new york like you know they're always like yo we got the remedies you know what i'm saying we got the remedies we don't really we don't we're not taking that vaccine I've asked some people, and no, I'm not taking that vaccine, because you don't know what's about to transpire in your body. Our body is a temple, and here's the thing. I'm scared for what I'm putting in my body. Meat, I'm sorry, food, liquid, any type of injection, I don't give a fuck, Right? Like, I'm scared of what I'm going to be putting in my body, and I'm also scared of what this vaccine is going to do, not just to people, but particularly the black community. Yeah, I went there, absolutely, because my community is important to me, and when I think about vaccines, I'm like, yo, and when I think about America, of course, and black people, y'all have never sat here and been right with us y'all have never sat here and given and and give and literally sat here and be like damn my bad we should never did that to y'all right so i don't see i don't see like this vaccine curing a lot of shit right maybe for the white folks you understand what i'm saying maybe for them you get me but even when I see y'all take flu shots and shit, no wonder why y'all get so sick so quick. Right? And I just be wondering, like, how the fuck do y'all begin flu shots and getting sick? The flu shot is to prevent the sickness. Right? Like, I don't under like help me to help help me understand. Cause maybe I'm wrong. When I see people getting flu shots and everything. <laughs> Sorry, Panther. When I see people getting flu shots and everything, I literally look like, wait, what? And then, like, maybe a week later, y'all are getting sick. Y'all can't come to class. Y'all can't come to work. Y'all can't go nowhere. Y'all got to stay home and everything like that. Like, word? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. You know? And so, I'm to say I'm here for the COVID vaccine would be an understatement. I'm not here for it. Um, or an overstatement, I'm sorry. I'm not here for it. Um, but if it does, to, to, to play devil's advocate, if it does save lives, it saves lives, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, but also to the point of a lot of people around the world, even though COVID has been that de- very, very detrimental to us here in America and all around the world, there's more things killing us out here. You know what I'm saying? A lot more. But this right here is the one that a lot of us continue, even a major scientific people, you know what I'm saying? Scientists and all that shit don't have a clue of what the fuck this is. Because all year, y'all have sat here and been giving us this bit of information, then that information's wrong, then y'all give us this bit of information, and that information's wrong, then y'all give us this bit of information, and that information. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> and I don't know who to trust when it comes to this, when it comes to COVID. Let me make that clear. I don't know who to trust when it comes to COVID and how maybe, knock on wood, I don't, you know, get it or whatnot. But if I do, you know, I don't trust, I don't even trust the 14 weeks. Now, even in a sense, like I've known people who've gotten COVID and, you know, after two, two, three weeks, they're good, right? And in my mind, when you get it, you can't get it back. Because now your body knows how to fight that, right? Like, you're going to need two weeks. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need those two weeks so your body, or those two or three weeks so your body can, first of all, understand what this virus is, find the necessary antibodies in the body to fight the disease, and then extract it from your body. So you'll never get it again, right? And that's what that is. You'll never get it again. And I feel like if you did get it again, well, you didn't do something right, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, to say I'm I'm excited about this vaccine, I'm not. To say that I'm here for people taking it, I'm not. Um, but as I said before, if it saves lives, it saves lives. I'm just I'm just very very weary, very skeptical, and very scared. Um, for not only the people of America, but particularly my black people, because I feel like they're gonna make us do this. Right. And you ain't making me do shit. I'm not doing nothing. But even if if you want to work, right, even if you want to work, jobs are probably going to companies and everybody are going to probably force a lot of people to get this vaccine. To work in, in the buildings again and everything. And that's why a lot of people have been trying to find full time, full remote jobs. Right. Like shout out to Facebook, because Facebook is literally trying to have full remote jobs like you don't have to come back into the office. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of I think 2020 has shown us that with a lot of these positions that you're working, you don't have to be in the office to do so. I think a lot of people have been saying that since they've been doing some office work and everything like that. But now you see in 2020, you can get the same amount of work done by not being in the office. But um, playing devil, devil's advocate there as well, a lot of people love the office. So it's like, do I get the vaccine or am I made to get the vaccine 
what will the vaccine do to me, right? Can we know the ingredients of what what's in the vaccine? What what is what is it made from? What is it? How did you tell? Like I'm 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 weary and I'm scared because I don't know if this is going to be good for our community as a whole, and then particularly for my black people and for our community as a whole. So I think that's where I'm at with it, man. I just, I just don't know. Um, I just don't know. I, I just don't know. But y'all let me know y'all thoughts in the comments, you know what I'm saying, in the section below. Um, in the comment section, we'll be posting this on our Instagram and everything. So y'all let me know what y'all think. All right, listen, I love you guys. I appreciate y'all again. Thank you guys for tapping in with me again. Make sure that you're subscribing to us on any and all platforms. We're on all DSPs, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, uh, iHeart, you know, SoundCloud, all everywhere, all, you know, everywhere, all the time. You know what I'm saying? You can also listen to us on my website at www turnaroundsandhicks.com forward slash T-O-B, uh, T-O-B pod. And again, if you are looking to collaborate, um, again, go to our, uh, for sponsors and ads, please go to our brand partners tab. Again, that's turnaroundsandhicks.com forward slash brand partners. You can also, you can go to our website and click the brand partners tab. Check out some of our amazing past brand partners that we've collaborated with. And if you're interested, you can go down to our go down to our um, page below, check out our prices. And if you're interested, fill out a form for me and we can get in contact. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I will see you all again on the After Dark show this week um, on Thursday. Y'all be easy. Stay breezy. I love y'all. Peace, love and hair grease.